I'll just be honest with you. I'd be lost in this world without her. Every as precious as she is to me and our family, and even to those of you that don't know her, we're even more precious to the, than that to our God. That's tonight. right. Amen. And I'm glad that He loves me that much, brother. Wayne. Amen. And I'm Amen. thankful for it tonight. I got a testimony. <laughs> sure. I got a, I'm not a seaman. I'm not uh, someone who does a business on the ocean or in great ships. I'm not Come one on. who lives in nature. And you can see all varieties of nature as it's described in the, in the chapter that he preached from this morning that Brother Steve preached from. How that everything is the same no matter what background, what our job is, uh, who we are, and what lifestyle, or what life we live in, uh, whether it's in uh, what field that we're trained in, we all still need God in Amen. our lives. We need salvation Amen. of the sure Lord. And he's, and he's not going to withhold it from anyone who comes with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And I'm glad of that this morning. Because all I am is broken in life. But all he is, is all he ever does is just fix me. Sure. And I'm thankful for it this morning, this evening. Amen. 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 Good testimony. Anyone else? Anyone else? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Brother Bob, will you pray for us? Yes, Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day and the blessings of the day. We thank you for the message this morning and how it touched our hearts, dear Heavenly Father. But we, now it's a new service, and we ask that you be with Brother Steve as he moderates, be with Brother Wayne and Brother Chris as they lead our music. Dear Heavenly Father, be with all of us and give us voice to sing and a heart to sing from. And dear Heavenly Father, that it would be pleasing to you uh, to make for our joyful noise to be pleasing to you. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for uh, answered prayers and we uh, ask Dear Heavenly Father if there's someone who stands in need of our prayers. Yes, Lord, dear Heavenly Father, right now, Dear Heavenly Father, that you know all about it. And uh, if we fail to ask, um, you can uh, you you know every aspect yeah. of that uh, situation, dear Father. And we ask you to be ever present in it, dear Father. But um, Lord, we ask that you go with us through this week uh, and lead us and guide us, protect us, dear Father. All these things we ask in the name of Christ, dear Father. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Bob. Let's say one more, and I turned over to Brother Steve here. This is coming to mind, Brother Bob was sharing here. Look at page 618. 618 in his presence.
his presence. Yes, sir. But that second verse is saying to the Lord. There's a lot of folks that know about the Lord. But when we get to the where we can sing to the Lord, how oh, that means we got a relationship that's with right. And that's the difference in those two verses. And that just stuck out to me. And I'm so glad that we sang that song. Because a lot of times I sing I want to know about the Lord. How oh, when I should be going about what I want to sing to the Lord or say to the sure. Lord. Um, it's a relationship difference Amen. is what it is. Amen. Let's sing it some of the words in your first time and and and, and I, I'm 
Uh, I'm persuaded to believe that you could probably take one verse out of the Word of God and uh, and uh, and preach on that from now to eternity and never have to go to another verse. I, I just believe that that's the way that the Word of the Lord is. And uh, good to see you, Sister Renee. Glad y'all got home safely. And uh, glad you're here. And, uh, but in the eight. Eighth chapter of, of, of Exodus, I want to begin reading with the fifth verse, and then I'm going to skip over to probably the sixteenth verse uh, after I read a few verses here. But it said, And the Lord spake unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land of Egypt. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. Now I want to skip over to the 16th uh, verse. And it said, And the Lord said unto Moses, and, uh, said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the land, that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand uh, with his rod and smote the dust of the earth, and it became lice in man and beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not, but they could not. So there were lice upon man and upon beast. Then the magicians said unto Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. And I never quit uh, reading right in the middle of a verse, but I feel led to right there. Um, this is the finger of God. Of God, and just for a few minutes, I'd like to preach on the thought, recognizing the finger of God, and it, and and we realize here that we're talking about the plagues that were put on the Egyptians during the uh, during the bondage that they had over the Israelites. They made them slaves, and they caused them to uh, uh, just 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 work unmercifully, uh, put them in slave conditions, and we know that. And we know that Moses uh, appealed uh, uh, to Pharaoh time and time again, uh, saying, let my people go. Uh, we may go and worship the Lord. I think even one time he talked about, just let us go for a little while and go and sacrifice to the Lord. and We'll come back. Uh, uh, but uh, Pharaoh wouldn't have any part of that. And the Bible says back in the fifth chapter, that Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? He said, I know not the Lord, neither will I let, uh, let you go. And, and uh, so Pharaoh made a very bold statement here that we hear a lot of times from people in this world today. Uh, somebody uh, by their actions might say, Who is the Lord? Uh, why should I obey the Lord? And and Pharaoh made this, uh, uh, this, this, this statement, this comment, and, and in turn he was throwing this in the face of God, uh, that God had no dictatorship over him, uh, that Pharaoh 
uh, was ruling everything uh, in Egypt and what he said stood and basically Pharaoh was saying that God has no uh, say so in this thing but Pharaoh's going to find out uh, very differently that God is in control and that God has all say so in everything and, and there's people in America today uh, that feel like uh, that they're running the show that what they say uh, uh, goes but uh, they're going to find out sooner or later that there is a God in heaven uh, uh, who has a finger and he can control all things in this world and he is controlling all things in this world today and so uh, 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 as we look at this and we think about recognizing the finger of God I'd like to uh, go back to uh, uh, back when uh, uh, the Lord told uh, Moses and Aaron said take your rod and he said I cast it down upon the ground and they did and the Bible said uh, uh, that the rod uh, became a serpent and uh, so the magicians and the astrologers and and the, uh, I guess Chaldeans and all of these wizards uh, 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 they thought well if you can do that we can do it too and Satan has power today I want you to know that uh, that, the, uh, that the evil spirits of Satan and satanic spirits they're alive and well on planet earth today and they were back over here in Egypt so the magicians cast their rods down on the ground and uh, just sure as Sure enough, they became serpents, just like uh, Aaron's rod did. But the uh, thing here was, uh, the Bible said uh, that Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. Amen. Boy, that ought to put us on shouting ground. And I believe the reason that that was demonstrated, first of all, before any plagues were sent, it was to let the Egyptians know and let Pharaoh know that the God in heaven, his finger is stronger than anything on this earth. Amen. Amen. His finger is stronger uh, than all the powers of Satan today. Boy, I get excited when I think about that. I get a little depressed when I look around and I see the world that we live in today and what we're seeing. But I get excited uh, when I realize today uh, that with his finger, uh, he controls everything. Uh, and if he don't want it to go, uh, he can take his finger and stop it if he allows it to go he can pull his finger up and so the magicians at least they were wise enough and smart enough to realize that this is the finger of God amen amen now up to this time everything that Aaron or Moses did with their rod the magicians were able to do I believe as we look back we'll see that uh, after uh, both of them's rods became serpents and, and uh, we see that uh, 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 they, they, they cast their rod from the uh, commandment of God into the waters and the streams and the ponds and everything became blood. Can you imagine today uh, if going out here and crossing the river and looking down and it just being red with blood. I hope I never see that. But that was one of the plagues that was sent. But the Bible said that after Aaron took his rod and he smote the waters, it said the magicians started doing it. And everything they touched became blood. Amen? So we see here we've got, we've got the power of God, the finger of God, and we've got the satanic 
powers over here of the devil, and they're and the devil is challenging God on everything that he's doing. He's trying to challenge the church today on everything that God would have us to do today. And I don't want us to ever, I told somebody the other day, I said, don't ever underestimate the power of Satan today, but always realize that the finger of God is stronger. Amen. It's stronger. Amen. Amen. Boy, that's, that's, what, that's what all thrill us today. The next plague that came along was the plague of frogs. The Bible said that uh, 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 God commanded uh, uh, Aaron or Moses commanded them uh, to take him with their rod and smite and everything would become frogs around every frog, frogs everywhere I heard a preacher say one time when he got saved, he said I was tired of living with the frogs and I began to think about uh, I heard a man preaching on it here a while back and he said you've got to understand that frogs were everywhere Amen. They weren't just out around your farm pond. They were everywhere. He said probably women were opening their cabinets and there was frogs in there. And they were everywhere. But the Bible said that the magicians, they took their enchantments and they did the same thing and they brought up frogs. God, whatever you can do, I can do. That's what Satan was saying. Amen. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad we've read the end of the book. We win. That's right. We win. Amen. And so we get down to the plague of wasps. And, and we know that uh, they, uh, they took, uh, Aaron took, and, and or Moses won. Anyway, they, they took and they took their rod and they smoked the dust. And it became lice. Not only on, not only lice everywhere, but lice on man and beast and everything. <laughs> we used to hear of teachers at school going through the kids' heads, you know, searching for lice and, and all. And, and every once in a while, one of the kids, they'd find some, you know, and they'd send them home. And, but I'm talking about lice everywhere. Everywhere. And the old devil, he was going to challenge God on this thing. And the Bible said the magicians took their enchantments and they smote the dust of the earth. But they could not. They could not. And then they realized that they were up against the hand of God, the finger of God. They should have realized that when, when, uh, when Aaron's rod swallowed up their rod. They should have realized that then, but they were slow learners. The Egyptians were very, very slow learners. And so uh, as we look at this, we think about... <coughs> The demonstration. This wasn't the only plagues, you know. As we read on, there were there were more plagues that that were sent, and then and you had the plagues of darkness, and how that I believe, brother Bobby, somebody brought this up a week or so ago that the plague of darkness was all across the land. The Bible said it was darkness that could be felt, but over in the Israelites' tents, over in Goshen, there was light. You don't think he makes a difference in us today? Boy, he does. Somebody said, God's no respecter of persons. He's not. But I'm going to tell you what, when you've been born again, you're one of his. Amen. 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 I'm going to tell you something today. If, 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 if your child, one of your kids gets in financial trouble, uh, uh, I'm not going to be near as apt to, uh, to help them out a whole lot as I will if it's my boy. You know why? It's mine. 
He's mine. He's my responsibility. He's mine. He's mine and my wife's. God gave him to us. He's our responsibility. And that's the exact way God looks at you and I today. Amen. We're deacons. And he makes a difference. He makes a difference in the Israelites and the Egyptians. This is types and shadows of the difference he makes today in 2023 in our lives today. The difference he makes in God's people and the world. Amen. Do you realize today that we have the power of prayer. Uh, one of the greatest things that comes along with salvation besides eternal life is the power of prayer that, that you and I have today. We can move mountains with that. We can. I've seen things happen and we can, we can see the finger of God in all these things. A lot of people will say, well, this is a coincidence that this happened or, or this is a coincidence uh, that that happened but I'm going to tell you something today it's the finger of God I've seen it too many times in my life amen things that we've prayed for down through time and, and maybe we didn't see it come to pass in the time frame that we were hoping but over a period of time just about the time you think it's not going to happen amen it comes through amen I'm going to tell you something. That's the finger of God. And we need to recognize uh, that today. I want you to understand that uh, this war that's going on between the Soviet Union and Ukraine, it bothers me. It really does. I know it's old news. And, and when it first happened, everybody was concerned about it. And now we've kind of put it on the back burner. But I want you to understand that every day the Soviet Union is attacking those people and bombing and killing civilians for no reason. There's no reason for that. And I pray for those people for Ukraine all the time. I did it. I pray for them. But what I also pray is God, if you'll take your finger, and I know you can, and you'll get in the midst of those Soviet forces, amen, the Soviet military, God, you can stop this just by the move of your finger. Now, whether it's his will to do that right now, apparently not, but he can. At any time, God can stop that war, amen. We've seen in the Bible demonstration after demonstration of the enemy that was far more superior in strength, amen, and time and time again, all the Lord had to do was put a rumor out there and they tuck tail and run. Amen? We've seen the demonstration of, of, of David and Goliath. Amen? And, 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 and how that there was no doubt that, that Goliath had the people, uh, the, the children of Israel, uh, uh, he had them in terror. He did. And although Saul was strong and a big man in stature, he was no comparison to that Philistine giant. Amen. But you see, a little boy that trusted in God, trusted in God, took, and with the finger of God, he destroyed that Philistine giant. I want you to understand today that you and I, there's so much power that lies within us today. I'm not, I'm not getting up here talking about trying to uh, promote all this stuff like a lot of folks. I'm telling you today, I believe we underestimate what God 
has done for us and, the, and what comes along with salvation today. Recognize the finger of God. Brother, I recognize it in our church right now. I look over here at Brother Bo. I love you, brother. I can see the finger of God. When he, when he testified earlier about how much walking he's doing now than what he was doing. Boy, can you see the finger of God in that? Amen. We've been praying. We've been asking God to help him. And God's helping him. I can see the finger of God right here. <laughs> Little Elizabeth. Just a few weeks ago, we were all praying and, and I got a picture of her sweet little self and she was just red as a lobster. And she was unhappy because she hurt. But we pray. We pray in the finger of God. Amen. <laughs> and the finger. Somebody said, Preacher, them doctors sure are smart. They, I can see the finger of God Amen. all in that. Amen. All in that. Amen. Amen. Long time ago, I quit believing in coincidences. And I started recognizing the finger of God in everything that takes place today. And I, and I realize His strength and His might and what He's doing in this world today. See, we're no different. Uh, the Bible encourages us not to get afraid and dismayed. Joshua the, God encouraged Joshua to encourage the people not to be afraid and dismayed. Now, carnally, they had every reason to be afraid and dismayed. Everything that they faced, there was always somebody after them. We say that quail, when you put them out, that bless their heart, everything's after them. Coats, hawks, hunters, everything. House cats. And that's kind of the way that the children of Israel was. Everybody was after them. Everybody wanted to destroy them. Not everybody, but most of them. People did. Most of the countries did. Satan wants to destroy our lives. He wants to, he wants to put a, a sprag in our Christian life. Amen. He wants to cause sorrow and heartache, depression and pain. Amen. But what the devil does not have is the power of the finger of God today. And I'm so thrilled about that as I look at this scripture and I begin to think about this and, and to think about uh, all, that, all that he can do. <clears throat> the Bible said over in the latter part of Exodus, it said, and he gave unto Moses when he had commanded an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, Two tables of testimony, tables of stone, written with the finger of God. Amen. You ever think about that? Those commandments were written with the finger of God. He didn't have a prophet to write them. He didn't have somebody else to come in there and write it. But they were written with the finger of God in stone. And he gave those to Moses. A lot of people say, boy, I wish in the day and time that we live today that we could see the finger of God like they saw it back then. All you got to do is look around. Look around. You ever get up early in the morning and get your coffee and on a pretty day 
and get you coffee. And, and if you have time, just sit out on the porch for a few minutes. Just, just I call it meditating time. And just look around at, in your yard at the wildlife, the squirrels, the birds, the trees, and all of that. Somebody said, Preacher, in nature, pretty. All I can see in that is the finger of God. <laughs> that same finger that can stop the enemy, that same finger that sent plagues down upon the Egyptians, amen, the wrathful finger that he had against the people that were trying to hurt the people of Israel, the children of Israel, that same wrathful finger can take and carve out a forest, a mountain, the wildlife. Why? You can't help but see the finger of God. People will always challenge you. Scientists will always challenge Christianity. Naysayers will always try to give an answer. Somebody told me the other day that what were they trying to explain? It was something in the Bible. And, 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 and they, were, they, they believed it happened, but they were trying to give the scientific reason for how it happened. And, and I thought to myself, well, if I was not going to believe that God did it, then why would I even believe it happened? Finger of God. And the finger of God is what put this church together. Amen? Amen. Got some folks together, amen, that had a, that had a, a vision from God that on a little old hill in Royal that there needed to be a church established there. Amen. Don't you think for one minute these churches just popped up because somebody didn't have anything better to do? People got to pray. And they knew that there was a reason. There was a need in this community. Amen. There was a need how down the road. Amen. For Hendricks to be established. There was a need for welcome to be established. Amen. And the finger of God. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Dave. When we're following the leadership of the Lord and we're going the way He wants us to go, he will lend us his finger in that. Amen. I've seen fellowships hall built where churches didn't have enough money to just barely pay their power bill and somehow or another they built a fellowship hall. Amen. Because the finger of God ordained that, said we'll do that, amen, and made it happen. Amen. Praise the Lord today. I believe sometimes we need to be more like those magicians. And when we see when we see a miracle happen, we need to be like them and say, this is the finger of God. Amen. This is the finger of God. They went to Pharaoh and told him that. Now Pharaoh was Pharaoh was very stubborn, hard, hard-hearted. Never quite understood why God hardened his heart like he did other than to show the children of Israel and the people of Egypt the power of God. That's the only reason I can figure that he, that he did that. He would go and tell Moses to go and tell him to let you go, but I'm going to harden his heart. He's not going to let you go. God had a reason for that, and it was to show his power and to show that he makes a difference in his people and the world.
today. And I have no, I have no right to question why he does that, but he does. Amen. I'm going to go on trusting in that finger of God. Amen. Seeing it work. I, I like to pray about something, and when I feel like that I've prayed all that I can pray about it. Have, have you ever prayed so hard about something and 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 you you just you just pray till you can't pray no more? Or you or your burden just your burden just drops. That's happened. I've uh, I prayed about something and and prayed about it and prayed about it and, and agonized about it. And then a still small voice would speak to me and say, This is in my hands. This is in my hands. Trust me. Trust me. I trust in him. I'd see his fingers start to work. It's working in our church today. Amen. When we put forth the effort, I'm talking about all of us, when we put forth the effort, Amen. To tell people we love them and to let them know we love them. One of the greatest compliments that I have heard about this church is that, boy, they love you. They'll love on you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Pastor can do everything in his power. If the church don't want to love people, they have a thing in the world to do about it. They have a thing in the world to do about it. Thank y'all for loving people. Amen. Thank y'all for loving people. And recognizing the finger of God. Talked about it in Brother Bo and Elizabeth over here. There's going to be more trials and tribulations that are coming. If the Lord tarries is coming, there's going to be more things that we're going to face. It may be in my family, it may be in yours. Elaine. When you come to the altar today and you laid that down at the altar and you prayed, I can tell you it was hurting. I can tell you it was. Boy, I wish that I had some kind of magic thing that I could do that would take that away, that would make it better. If I could, you know I would. Not only me, but the church would too. But I'm preaching to you today about a man that's got a finger. And with that finger, he can take care of that problem. He can take care of that problem. Amen. Don't you underestimate the power of God. Amen. Don't be afraid to take something to him that you might consider too small for him to pay attention to. Now there are certain places you go and they'll say, well, if there's not, if there's not this much money in it, we really don't want to tackle it. It's, it's just not profitable. <coughs> God's not that way. I found out that if I'll take him those little problems when they're little molehills, and see, that's what I've learned, and I think y'all have to, that's what I've learned in my Christian life. Don't let that thing fester and become a mountain. Take it to him when it's little. He won't say, why are you bothering me with that? I got people over here dying in the hospital I need to heal. He'll say, 
Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. <laughs> Boy, I'll give you rest. So whenever a black cloud is on the horizon and I can see trouble maybe brewing over the horizon, I've just gotten to where I just go ahead and take it to Him. God, I don't know this thing may not amount to a hill of beans, Lord, but from the looks of it, it don't sound good. And God, I'm going to ask You if You'll go ahead and take Your finger and put that finger between me and between this trouble that's coming my way. And God, I'm going to ask you today to help me with this. Help me to defeat this enemy. Amen. I've watched a lot of them things just blow over. <laughs> just blow over. You ever seen the weatherman, weatherman give a, a forecast and he's warning everybody this may be a bad storm coming, a lot of lightning, a lot of hail, maybe tornadoes, and, and then getting closer to the time, He'll say, it looks like this one's going to miss us. This one's going to blow over. That's not a coincidence. That's not just because the wind decided to blow another direction. That's the finger. I love, I love y'all today. And thank y'all so very much for giving me liberty to, to preach. And, uh, and I hope that this has been a, I hope it's been a blessing to you. I really do. I, uh, somebody said, uh, well, we know that, that uh, God can do anything. Yes, we do. But every so often, I need to be reminded of the strength of God. Because see, Satan is, the things he's putting out there today, we're seeing things that, that, we're, that we've seen for the first time in our lives. I know each and every one of you, any of you that watch television, you're bombarded by the new commercials that are coming out now. Most of them are advertising a protection from a venereal disease, but you know what I'm talking about. It'll be two ladies or two men. And I get angry when I see that because I'm thinking to myself, this is not, this is not nature. This, this goes against nature. And and I know that what their option is is to try to get our young people to trust and believe that this is the norm, that this is the norm, and, and that uh, some people would say, well, if you can't beat them, join them. But I know today that there's a finger of God. He's angry with that kind of stuff. He's not pleased with it. It's throwing it in his face, just as Pharaoh threw it in his face when he said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice? And we say, Lord, it seems like Hollywood's got more power than we've got. No, they don't. The church today holds the keys. We can bind and we can lose. Don't get discouraged today. I, I, I fret sometimes about our young people. I really do. In the world that, that, that we're leaving them. I, I do. I worry about that. But you know what eases that worry that I have? is when I, when I know that I know that I know that if they will trust in the same finger of God that you and I are trusting in today, that no matter what Satan throws at them, 
they will be able to withstand the fiery darts of the devil. Amen. Amen. I love you. I appreciate you today. And I, uh, um, if anybody have anything, we're fixing to go into conference. Anybody have anything you want to say? Steve, I'd like to thank you for two wonderful messages today. Bless your heart. Thank y'all for praying and, and, and making it easy.